person in this room, without exception, is valuable and precious to God. No one exempt. Every person that has ever walked the face of this earth or walks it now, the seven billion people who live on this planet, every one of them is valuable and precious to God. And the truth of the matter is that if you had been the only person that needed redeeming and I had been the only person that needed redeeming, Jesus would have done everything exactly the way that he did it. Yeah. Because every person is valuable and precious to God. And while I may not know what you may have brought to church with you today, while I may not know what is going on in your lives. And maybe, maybe the person sitting behind you or in front of you has no idea what's going on in your life. Whatever you brought to church with you this morning, whatever it is, I know the God that is able to meet you at the point of your need. I know the God who is faithful that we sang about a few minutes ago. The God whose arm is not too short that it can't reach down to us and pick us up and help us along the way, along the journey. The God who speaks peace into our lives. The God who speaks the word of comfort and healing. The God who says that he knows everything there is to know about us. For nothing is hidden from him. The God who says to us when we're going through difficulties, when we're going through times that that we just don't understand the God who says to us, if you'll just calm yourself in my presence, I'll prove to you that you can trust me. The God who says that is the God who promises rest for the weary and hope for all of us. This is a pretty chaotic world we live in, isn't it? Pretty chaotic world. The news is anything but positive. The happenings that go on around us and the happenings that go on in our society, around the world, the the killings and all this kind of stuff, the senseless things that go on, it is chaotic. But let me tell you something about being in the presence of Jesus. There's no chaos there. Who brings our chaos back into order? God does. Jesus does, right? He brings our chaos back into order, and he's able to speak into your life and mine a word of peace and rest, hope, and in that, we can trust We can trust implicitly. So I choose to share a passage of Scripture with you this morning in Isaiah chapter 40. And however it is you read your Bible, either this way or on your phone or on your iPad or however you choose to read it, I invite you to listen to the Word this morning as God speaks to us through it. I'm going to take a moment to read Isaiah 40. As I talk to you about 
Just keep calm and trust Jesus. No matter what you brought to church with you today, no matter the situation you may find yourself in or a family member may find themselves in, just keep calm and trust Jesus. Verse 1, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand doubled for all her sins. A voice of one calling, in the desert prepare the way for the Lord, make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low, the rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out, and I said, what shall I cry? All men are like grass. All their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, the flowers fall, because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of our God stands forever. You who bring good tidings to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good tidings to Jerusalem, lift your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid, says the, say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power, and, he, and his arm rules for him. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms, carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Or with the breath of his hand marked off the heavens? Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket? Or weighed the mountains on the scales and the hills in a balance? Who has understood the mind of the Lord? Or instructed him as his counselor? Whom did the Lord consult to enlighten him? And who taught him the right way? Who was it that taught him knowledge or showed him the path of understanding? Surely the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are regarded as dust on the scales. He weighs the islands as though they were fine dust. Lebanon is not sufficient for altar fires, nor its animals enough for burnt offerings. Before him all the nations are as nothing. They are regarded by him as worthless and less than nothing. To whom then will you compare God? Listen now. To whom then will you compare God? What image will you compare him to? As for an idol, a craftsman casts it, and a goldsmith overlays it with gold, fashions silver chains for it. A man too poor to present such an offering selects wood that will not rot. He looks for a skilled craftsman to set up an idol that will not topple. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth. His people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy, spreads them out like a tent to live in. 
He brings princes to naught, reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground than it blows on them and they wither. The whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one and calls them each by name. Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and complain, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, my cause is disregarded by my God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary. Increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. Young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Have you not heard, do you not know that the sovereign God of the universe knows the number of every hair on your head and knows everything there is about, to you, about you? He does not slumber or sleep. He knows exactly where you are and exactly what you need today. Be still and trust in Jesus. Whatever 2018 might bring into your life and mine, whatever comes into our lives, not one thing will take God off guard. I mean, I think you've heard me say this before. I mean, there, there, are, there are times when something comes into our life that if I had been given a chance to vote on it, I would have voted no. I choose not to experience that. I choose to not go through that, but we don't often get a choice, do we? But I choose to trust. I choose to stay calm in the presence of the God who speaks peace into my life. And you can keep calm and trust Jesus even in the midst of adverse, difficult circumstances when they come into your life. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They, they, they wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. I, I don't know... Um, you know, I think the, the King James Version says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And the translators NIV say that, that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Wait and hope. Trust. I want you to, I want you to think about just for a moment the things that 
the things that we don't have a whole lot of trouble putting trust in. I'm not the world's greatest flyer when it comes to getting on an airplane. I get on the airplane, um, well, convenience, get me there quicker and whatnot, but I'm not the world's greatest flyer. I'm looking for things that could possibly go wrong, okay? Those can, like, like when I'm pushing back from the, from, from the terminal over in Omaha a couple of weeks ago, going to Florida where it was warm for Christmas, it was great. The, the pilot got on and his calm voice said, we're just going to wait for a minute while they de-ice the wings. De-ice the wings? What happens if we don't de-ice the wings? Okay, so I, that causes me concern. I never stop and check the credentials of the pilot. Any of you do that? You get on the plane. I mean, I mean, he's right there to your left, right, for the most part. When, when, you're, when you're getting on the plane, you look, and I greet him. Hey, how you doing? You know, do you ever, do you ever walk up and get close enough to him to sniff his breath and make sure he hasn't been drinking? Huh? Ask for his credentials. Do you ever do that? No, we never do that. We just get on the airplane, and we trust that the pilot knows what he's doing, and he's going to get... In any number of places that if we would walk back into the kitchen, we would walk right out the front door. But think about the things that we don't have any trouble at all putting our trust in and our confidence in, but we do it every day of our lives. Why then is it so difficult for us to put our hope and our trust in the God who said, listen, I can take care of you. I can meet you at the point of your need just, just give it all to me. Why is it that we can put our trust and our hope and our confidence in all these other things, but we have such difficulty putting our hope and our trust in the sovereign God of the universe? Keep calm and trust Jesus. I remember, um, and I, I don't, for the last three and a half years, I don't get far away from from uh, the experience with my uh, surgery from three and a half years ago, when I, when I finally came to myself, uh, one, one of the guys from, uh, from my church came to see me. And I, uh, <clears throat> I was in and out, you know, really, really hadn't come fully back to myself yet. And, and this old boy walks into my room, and he, uh, he, he should normally wear hearing aids. But he didn't have his hearing aids in that day, and so... He was talking rather loudly. Uh, so he comes in and he says, um, hey, pastor, <laughs> how are you doing? I heard you had a chest bleed. <laughs> I hadn't known that yet. Roxanna was standing by my, was standing by my bed and, and she said, and I don't remember this, she said, you stuck your head up and said, What? I had a what? I had a, I had a bleed? What? So she got up and she ushers the guy out of the room, you know, and says, oh, let's, let's, go, let's go over here. And then she, come, she came back in and with a couple of my boys, and, and they started talking to me about what all in the world was happening. But I remember such unrest in my spirit. 
and in in my emotion at that moment, not knowing what had happened, not knowing the difficulty, and hearing that that blurted out like that, I'm thinking, I, 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 wait a minute, don't need to be tense about this. God's got this. And I think from time to time, folks, we have to just say, I don't have to be tense about this. I don't, I don't have to worry about this. God's got this. And we can take ourselves back to the time when we, when we put God in the very center of our lives and we took our hands off and we gave God full and complete control. God's got this. Everything that comes into my life, whether I ask for it or not, God's got it. God knows all about it, and God has promised the one who is faithful, the one who is all-knowing, the one do you not know, have you not heard that he's still the God of the universe? No one takes his place. No one can ever move him off the throne. He knows. I I think about this fact that as the people of God, you and I as Christians, those who have received Jesus, the hope of glory into our lives, just need to rest in his presence. Just need to fully trust that God's got everything under control. Wait and hope and trust and find peace. We live in a society that kind of values the instantaneous, don't we? We want things yesterday. We live in the instantaneous. Roxanne and I replaced our microwave last month, and for a short time, we were without the microwave. Have you ever gone without your microwave? (laughs) I mean, just have you ever gone without that? Until you don't have it, you don't realize how dependent you are on the microwave. Like, I'm not a cook, right? I mean, and Roxanne and I, she's now in uh, wherever it is. She's in Indiana uh, today. So so the other day, uh, I was going to warm something up, and the microwave's gone. So what do I do now? Roxana says, we do have an oven. <laughs> we, our society, you know, we're, we're, we're trusting in the instant. We want the instant, instant now, right now. We want it right now. Sometimes God says, wait. And in our waiting, hope. And while we're waiting, just trust. Trust, I know what I'm doing. The truth of the matter is that if we're going to be renewed and strengthened, like Isaiah 40 talks about, this promise of the Lord, we've got to learn to wait before the Lord and in our waiting find hope. And while we're awaiting, just trust God's got this. Have you you committed your life fully and completely to God? Is he without doubt the center of your life? 
Because when he is, everything in our lives revolves around that fact. God is our center. Even while the world around us is spinning out of control, we find hope and can trust. And, and Romans 25 and 13 says, May the God of hope, listen to this, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the God of hope, You may, be, you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So in our waiting, we find hope. In our waiting, we are renewed. In our waiting, we just trust that God knows what he's doing. Just like I trust the pilot knows what he's doing. Just like I trust the cook in the kitchen knows what he's doing. All those other things. More so, God. Be renewed in mind and in spirit and in attitude as you wait in confidence and trust. And the Lord. And you know what? God needs us as his people, as his church, to be that confident in our world. They need to see our confidence and our trust in God. Whatever the last 100 years brought to the church, we might want to fasten our seatbelts for the next as long as God tarries. But one constant remains, God. God never changes. Trust him yesterday. Trust him today. Trust him today. Trust him tomorrow. God never changes. Praise his name. The scripture challenges us in Ephesians 4 and 23. Be renewed in the attitude of our minds. Put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Be renewed. And while we are waiting in his presence and trusting him, just allow him to do his work in your life. Allow him to speak into your life. We're trusting. We're trusting. So I had occasion last night to speak to, to my daughter, who I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to tell you is the apple of my eye. She has three older brothers. When I pass, they get nothing. <laughs> she gets everything. And I've got them convinced of that. Oh, by the way, Chris and Abby say hi. Uh, talked to him yesterday, too. I'm still not talking to them because of their change of address. So I have occasion to talk to Cassie and to say to her, keep calm, 
Cassie. Trust Jesus because he knows. The God who created you, who formed you, who gave you life, just keep calm and trust Jesus. I want to say to you this morning, folks, whatever you brought to church with you today, whatever you're living with right now, whatever might feel a bit chaotic, keep calm. Just keep calm and trust Jesus. He gives strength. Listen, he gives strength. He gives strength to the weary. Are you tired? He gives strength to the weary. He increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope, trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run. And not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. God needs us as his followers to remain steady and stable during difficult days. He just needs us to just keep trusting him. He's always called us to do that, to be that, to trust Him. That's a choice, you know. That's a choice. I choose to trust no matter what. I choose to trust because God's in control. Amen? Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we are so grateful, so thankful for your word that speaks into our lives. We're thankful for the hope that is ours through Jesus Christ our Lord. You know every one of us. You know our hearts. You know our needs. You you know what we brought to church with us today. You know what might be causing us unrest or distress this morning. But as we acknowledge your presence in our lives, help us to keep calm and just trust Jesus. Whatever happens, whatever comes into our lives in 2018, help us to keep calm and just trust Jesus, the one who's promised rest and peace. We'll give you praise for what you do, for how you lead us in Jesus' name.
Amen. Can we thank him? We're always so blessed when you come and share with us. Pastor Dan, I appreciate your heart for the church, for us, for lost people. What a good message. This is a Connect card. You should have received this in your program. Um, it's a way for you to connect with us, uh, for us as a staff to be praying for you. Um, if you're new here, if you're a first-time guest, it's a way for us to get in contact with you. Um, so you can share as much as you want on the front. But on the back, it's a really, really neat opportunity because there's a bunch of next steps. And we try to create opportunities for you to, to really take some next steps in your walk with Jesus. And after this message, what a perfect opportunity to trust Jesus with some things in your life. So there's some opportunities on the back. We've already talked about in our announcements, baptism. Man, if, if you've never been baptized before and you're walking with Jesus, I encourage you to prayerfully consider being baptized. It is an opportunity for you to profess that Jesus is the Lord of your life and that you want him to lead and guide and direct you. And So there's a bunch of cool things that you can do on here, And but there's prayer requests and, and comments and praises. We love to be praying for you. We desire to be a praying church because we believe that a church that prays together can change the world. We really do with God through us. So please let us know if you have concerns or, or praises or or just want us to be praying for you, we pray every single week as a staff. So go ahead and fill this out. We're going to have the ushers come forward during this next song to pick these up. But we wanted to introduce a new song to you that really helps encapsulate what Pastor Dan just preached about. That when everything around us seems like we can't figure it out, that we can put our trust in the one who knows all. So ushers, as you come forward to pick up these connect cards, go ahead and worship with us. And as you, as you learn the song, go ahead and sing with us as well.
as you go. We'll see you next week.